everyone, and welcome to the Una Series podcast. I am thrilled to be hosting a series of founder podcasts here throughout the month of November, and we will continue to move them forward through the end of the year. But today I have a super special guest that I am looking forward to you all meeting. Some of you already know her because she is a dear friend of mine, and we have actually traveled through the journey of entrepreneurship together. Um, We've learned a lot through each other, but I am continuously inspired by this woman, and I am so excited for you to meet the gorgeous Phoebe Greenacre. I'm going to give her the floor because that is what this is about. Phoebe, thank you so much for joining us today. Nice to having me, Katie. Absolutely. I'd love for you just to start telling all of our listeners who you are, a little bit about you. We can save your business, but let's just hear about Phoebe. Okay. Well, Phoebe is, talking in a third person, um, I'm an Australian girl that loves to travel. I have traveled the world, 65 countries and counting. I have, uh, I am a curious um, being. I love all things um getting outside of my comfort zone. So I've, I've lived in a few different countries. I've built uh, many different businesses. I've reinvented myself again and again and again. And I love the adrenaline that comes with uh, being anonymous and starting over from scratch. That really excites me. Um, I'm a double Pisces um, in my star sign and my rising sign and my moon sign is in Libra. I'm a manifesting generator in human design, if people are following that. And I love helping women come alive. And you do that, just that, all the time. I think it's amazing you talk about, you know, you reinvent yourself. But I see you're constantly reinventing with so much growth and so much progress. And I'm sure, you know, you'll share as we talk about different businesses that we've all started sometimes knowing when to close the chapter and move on and reinvent and grow in different ways. So um, tell everybody about some of your projects that I guess maybe we should start from the beginning. You know, how did this whole journey come about? What were you doing at the start of your work career? Yeah. So the start of my work career, I wanted to be a Japanese speaking spy. So I did international business and Japanese at university. um, And then I figured out that I just wanted to make lots of money and travel the world. So I dived into a marketing career in Sydney. I spent 10 years in corporate marketing, going from um, travel companies to cosmetic companies, uh, luxury department stores. And just as my Saturn return was hitting, I went through like a, yeah, like a a full on rock bottom, but transformation, quit my job, uh, had a huge breakup, um, started my own business, moved to London. And that's when I really started my entrepreneurial journey for real um, into many forays of uh, wellness and uh, including an activewear brand called Silu London, um, becoming a yoga teacher, somatic therapist, yin yoga, pregnancy yoga. Um, until I get to myself to today. So that's like being like a seven year journey of being like 
creating your own business, making your own rules, which I love. Um, and yeah, that's how that's how it kind of all unfolded. But I've I've tried lots of things. Things have worked. Things have failed. I kind of pick myself up again. If if I fall out of love with something, then I have to really listen to that calling. Um, and so, you know, having to say goodbye or close chapters as well so that I can continue to grow and evolve. And I guess that's really interesting because the inspiration behind you sparking these businesses obviously has at times been been different and you've drawn on different things. But what would you say your your biggest inspiration was, I guess, for some of your past projects? Because I want to hear about those too. And I also want to progress into the projects that you're working on now because you're so you're so intriguing and it's exciting to see what you're working on because you're always a step ahead. But share with the listeners, you know, your inspo. Yeah. So I think I always come back to my core values and that's where I kind of anchor myself into what I'm doing every day. So they're, they're three, the three F or I like to call it the triple F factor, which is freedom, flexibility and fulfillment. And that's in body, mind, and spirit. So I need, I, I'm like a little bird that doesn't like to be trapped anywhere. So if you try and put me in a cage or tell me I need to be at a desk at a certain time, it's literally against my religion of wanting to be free. And then flexible, I like, I like the flexibility of being able to be in different countries, different cities, doing different things, manifesting generators. We like to spin lots of plates. And so having that flexibility to, uh, to be able to build a business and on also do yoga on the side um, is really core to me. And then fulfillment. I need to feel fulfilled. I need to go to bed knowing that I've made the world a better place um, with the work that I'm doing. So the biggest chapter that I've had in London, which is how we kind of came and crossed paths, um, was the brand with Silu uh, London. So I co-founded the brand with my business partner back in 2016, and it was a journey into, um, let's just say, like a whole, like fashion was never, I'd never been on the production side of fashion. So it was a whole new journey, seams and manufacturing and sampling and all that kind of thing. But at the root of the business was sustainability and making women feel amazing in their active wear. And, you and so I was one of the uh, biggest champions. I still am. Yeah. So like I, we wanted people to put on the, like we were really big with unitards and like one pieces of suits so it was almost like you're putting on like a cat suit or putting on like a superhero cat suit so that when you feel you come you become transformed you feel invincible so then when you get to your workout or if it's just you know doing the mom run um whatever that was when you had our, our activewear on you felt like you could take um on the world and so that was that was a huge chapter. That was like five years of my life um, building this business. We were in Selfridges, Equinox, Goop by Gwyneth Paltrow, Soul Cycle, like some amazing, like I had these on my vision board while I was building the business and some amazing, amazing highlights. Um, and I suppose in 2020, when we all kind of got locked away in London, um, the, you know, and the, the rest of the world, I kind of had a almost like a, a reflection time. I I'm, don't really rest a lot or stop a lot. I'm like a go 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 kind of energizer bunny, and I know you too. You are too, Katie. 
But that time in lockdown and um, behind closed doors, uh, I almost had this like, if this was the last job that I ever did, would it be enough? Like, is this what I was put on this earth for? Is this my purpose? And it took maybe about a year to kind of go through that journey and go through that. Is this in alignment anymore? Is this lighting me up every day? And it was a really honest awakening um, that I, I wasn't helping enough people. Yes, people felt amazing with the activewear. I love my team um, and the community of like little silhouettes, you know, that we were building, the women of Silu. They were my family. They were my friends. They were teachers and people who inspired me um, to be better. But I wanted to help people on a deeper level. And that's where my journey to spirituality, healing journey came in, that I could really like, rather than just on a surface level, I could go deeper and go deeper into the layers of my clients to help them heal from the root, from the core, finding their essence. And that's when that kind of journey started to unfold um, last year, 2020. And then 2021, I've ended up in Bali. Yeah, such a whirlwind. I mean, I read something the other day that said it's almost 2022 and I still haven't processed 2020. And I'm like, wow, it's so true. A lot has happened. And I guess, you know, lockdown in 2020 for you and your your three Fs, you know, feeling free and feeling flexible and fulfilled, that probably was such a great time for you in the timing element of your life just to reflect and to think about, you know, those steps moving forward. So I, I love that because I think, you know, that was another element of this uh, podcast, you know, talking about the timing and when to know when to step forward, when to know, you know, when it's right to start the business. And I guess with, with any of your businesses, Silu and also, you know, the self-care space now, which we'll hear about soon. How did you know timing wise when, I mean, I, I, I'll be honest, it's probably never the right time to start anything, right? But when do you know when to jump and how did that feel? Yeah, so I really flipped my perspective from um, me, what do I want, what do I need, to we, to the collective. What, is, what do they need and what are, what are they searching for? And I felt like I was getting more and more tapped into my community and realizing people wanted more. I started giving away free meditations, free um, yin classes, free yoga classes on Instagram live when we all went into that like, holy hell, what is happening? And people wanted more. They wanted to go deeper. They were like, it was almost this magnetism and I didn't have anything to give them. I was like, this is all I have in my basket of goodies. And, and so it was almost like there was a magnetism from my community to me that I needed to give them more. And so I was like, okay, I need to, I need to create, I had people tuning into my classes from Hong Kong, from Singapore, from America, people asking for the recordings. And I'd never taught online before. I, I barely was a yoga teacher. Like I had private clients. I had a few cherry picked classes that I loved doing, but it wasn't like the day in the day out teaching 10 classes a day. Um, and so this whole kind of business opportunity, not, I didn't create it because I wanted to like, 
you know, diversify and change my structure. It was like I was giving what was needed, what was being asked from me. What they were like, we want more. We want this. We want to go deeper. So I just started unraveling and offering, putting all of my healing modalities into the platform or the community, which is called the self-care space. And people have nicknamed it the Netflix of self-care. And it it really is. And you have, you've carved that out, you know, and I think it's a beautiful thing to watch that, you know, you talk about this has all been over the course of the last seven, eight years, and it's taken a lot of grafting and carving and learning and stopping and starting, you know, new projects. And I, I love that you're doing that. And the way you speak of this, you know, the fulfillment that you're finding at the end of it, you know, I know that a lot of listeners and myself included, you know, that's what you seek in all of your projects that you work on on a day-to-day basis. So let's hear a little bit more about self-care space and this lovely new brand. Sure. So the self-care space, um, there's like more than 150 or 150, 60 videos in there um, or classes that you can do on demand. And they are anywhere between a five-minute meditation or a 60-minute chakra healing um, emotional journey. Um, You have somatic therapy, so like me guiding you into your body to find your emotions. We have yin therapy, which is my signature class, which I pair yin yoga principles with somatic therapy, letting go techniques. So think of it like an an hour of release. People, a lot of people come and they cry. A lot of people come and just say, wow, something shifted in me today. And even moving to Bali, there's still 30, you know, people coming to each class. So that is like just a testament to the healing that people receive. And I I am just the space holder and people come to the space to receive whatever it is that they need, whether it's a message, whether it's just a reminder to be in touch with their intuition. Sometimes people message me and be like, I've broken up with my boyfriend after this because you gave me the courage. Um, or I quit my job. And, you know, and I just love being that catalyst to giving, to pushing you over the edge of like, you can do this girl, like get over the edge. Um, and so that is, that is the self-care space. There's a beautiful community um, of about 150 women. We do a live class once a month, which is the live yin class. And it's just growing and uh, yeah, evolving every day. And I get to kind of really, instead of, you know, Going to a yoga class, you get to have the teacher for an hour. And sometimes you're like, I want more, I want it more often. And, you know, whether it's you can't afford it or you can't afford the time, um, this the, the platform allows you to go on your own self-healing journey um, into, into your own capacity of healing. So I've created the space, the ritual's there, but it's up to you to come and fill up your cup every single day physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. It's phenomenal because you do this just meeting a friend for coffee. You know, so I think it's amazing to see that you, you know, really pulled from all of your strengths and you talk about, you know, this, this magnet that you've created, but you really are the magic. And I think, you know, that is coming towards you because that's what you give out so much of that to everybody. And you've created such a safe space for all of your clients to come to. So I love that. I guess I want to take it back to the beginning of this project because now here we are, you know, you've created so much success in the business and it's 
been repetition, repetition, right? Day after day, making mistakes, learning, moving on and getting to where the business is now, which is in a beautiful, flourishing state. Take it back to the beginning, I guess. Tell some of our listeners who are probably, you know, on this entrepreneur journey themselves, some of the things that maybe you didn't think about. And I know this whole online digital space was very new to all of us. Um, I guess maybe some learning experiences that you had from the beginning that whether or not you learned from them quickly or you kind of took time with me, let us know. I think the biggest hurdle was actually starting because when you think about creating something, whether it's a platform or a website or a business, it seems so unachievable. It seems like there's such a big mountain in front of you and like, how do I start a whole membership? I've never created a membership before. I've never even done, you know, sold online classes. And it was like the hurdle the the biggest mountain that stood before me. And I fell into imposter syndrome. I, who am I to create this? Like, I don't, I don't have any experience doing this. And there was definitely a lot of self doubt. Like, are people going to buy? Are people going to pay? Like, what am I creating? What am I creating this for? Um, so there was definitely a lot of, um, you know, yeah, self-doubt that I had to kind of swim through. And it pops up again, like always, like, am I doing enough? Is this enough? And as I go through my own healing journey, remembering that I am enough and people will come for me um, and for their own healing journeys, that that's all I need to be. I just need to be the most authentic, weirdest version of myself. And how do you coach yourself through this? I mean, I think it's been a long journey of like letting go of what people think of me, letting go of like who I should be, like letting go of like what I should have already achieved by now, all these type of things of the societal kind of coding that we are like literally programmed from young, young age to be everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be like spot on from day one. I have had to let that go, like let go of the perfectionism, let go of the the needing to be like the, the, the best in the business and just create from a space knowing that these people are not coming for the prettiest like um, design. They're not coming for the prettiest, you know, Instagram feed. They're coming for healing. And that's what I want to create and whatever that looks like. I, re- I keep reminding myself, like they're coming, they're coming for the healing. They're coming to feel safe and they're coming to have just a, a, a safe and sacred space so that they can all unravel so that they can go back to their, their normal lives after. And, and so that's, you know, it's, it's continued. I mean, I, I get therapy. I mean, I get uh, energy healing. I am always doing the self-care myself. Um, and I surround people, women like you, Katie, that are my cheerleaders. You know, anyone that tries to bring you down, like they're not for me. They're not for me anymore. And I really kind of stand in that, my power. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not here. I'm here to create the good vibes. I am here to raise people up. And I think that's really helped support my journey of evolving and growing as an entrepreneur. And I just, I take risks. I'm a risk, I'm a risk taker. You walk the talk, you talk the talk. And I think one of the most beautiful things about 
about you and even hearing this, you sharing with your community, you know, you're very, you're, you're brave to be vulnerable in those moments. And I think a lot of us have learned a lot about vulnerability, especially within the last, you know, few years with lockdown and everything that, you know, being vulnerable and sharing that voice out loud, you then start to attract and bring in, you know, some like-minded, really inspiring people who can promote change within. So I, yeah, I love that. I guess, you know, setting up the business until now, let's hear some of your big wins as well. What do you feel like? Cause I always say, you know, we have to celebrate those small and those big wins. So tell us, you know, something on this last year that's really inspired you with the self-care space and yourself too, this Phoebe journey. Yeah, I think, I mean, I just did my tax return and this is like, I don't look at the money. I'm really bad at that. Like I, I kind of create the magic <laughs> and I just did my tax return for my side hustle. This is my side hustle, which ended up turning into like my main thing. And I realized that I made more money than I ever have ever in this year of like side hustling and healing like more money that I was paid in my full time jobs, more money. And so that for me, I'm like, oh, oh, wow, this is really happening. <laughs> like, I don't really and I'm really I'm bad like that. I don't really check or, or set kind of financial goals. I literally just like step into my energy, call in the magic, manifest the people to, that want to receive it. And then I let it all work, it, <laughs> work itself it's, out. So. It's working. It is yeah. working. I love it. And that's so inspiring to hear because I know, you know, a lot of listeners on this podcast series, you know, listening to founder speaking, there's a lot of inspiration and a lot of learning tools that we can take from each other. And you're such a, you are a true gift of sharing to so many people. So again, I love the the honesty and, you know, you saying out loud that this has been one of the biggest years for you financially because you deserve that, you earned that, and also you put all of this framework into place to find and source joy that then the flip side, something that you hadn't really been going into this focusing on, you know, has come out the other side, providing you with other areas of fulfillment, you know, guiding you into this next space. Um when it comes to support and, you know, I, you touched on having the, your support network of cheerleaders and champions, where do you source those through? So I would say my London crew, like my London gang, which I'm no longer in the same vicinity as, um, we check in, we have FaceTimes, we call each other, we voice note each other cause we're all in a very similar industry. Um, all of my sisters, I have three sisters all spread out all over the world. They are my biggest cheerleaders. They're almost like my ideal client and I almost create products and services that will help them. <laughs> um, and so, cause I see them struggling or I see them, you know, wanting to grow or change. And I'm like, this is what would help them. Um, so they're, they're my biggest muses, I guess. Like I see them as like, uh, for, for me to create courses or or trainings that that they I know that would transform their lives, and then I really like I've reached out to a lot of people on Instagram this last um, year, and I've met some amazing friends that I, I've not even ever met in real life yet, and we catch up for Facetimes, and um, and then in Bali I've been you know. Um, 
proactive with going out and meeting people and trying to create that community um, in person here and people, you know, finding people that, that will do the weird stuff with me and go to full moon ceremonies or plant medicine or something that's just, you know, not your average, like, let's go get a coffee. So I'm calling it in. Call, you can call in anything that you want and you got to be specific, real I specific. I love that. I love that. Um, I think I'd like to now take this conversation back a little bit into some of your past experiences with some of your previous businesses, when you knew to say enough and to move on to the next phase. I want our listeners to hear the brutal and honest when the rip the bandaid moment comes in what happens how did you feel how did you process it I think you know having these honest vulnerable conversations just helps too for viewers who might be in that space at the moment yeah so I had a really tiny whisper for a really long time hello this is this is not it this is this doesn't feel good anymore and it took a long time because I was living in fear that that was the only option or that was the only, you know, I put so much energy into it. I can't just walk away. It was almost like my baby. And, and this little tap, this little whisper then started to be a little voice that I could hear a lot. And there was just signs everywhere that it was not in alignment anymore. And my body would contract and my body would, would, it felt it first. So like, I would have, um, you know, symptoms or not illnesses, but like things that were going on with my digestion or my sleep or not feeling amazing um, was happening. And I was like, okay, so when anything happens with my body, I'm like, step back. What is this? What needs to happen? And, and slowly that tap became a yell and it was like, I couldn't, you know, eat or I felt sick when I was trying to, you know, think of, of staying when you, when you know that leaving is going to be better than staying or finishing up the project is going to be better than staying, then, you know, it's like, you got to get out, you got to get out. Um, so that it's, it's scary as well. Like anytime I've had to quit like, you know, full-time jobs and not knowing what's on the other side is so like the unknown and, and, and I almost, you have to I wait until it gets real bad or like real, like not in alignment for me to be like, almost the universe just pushes me over and be like, there's your exit. <laughs> which is, you know, I should have listened and trust myself a lot more in those days um, where I feel like I'm like, it's a fine to like, I'm, I'm tuning that uh, tool of mine a little bit better now where something feels out of alignment. I'm like, no, that's a hard no. <laughs> and it's a straight up, you know, um, but I yeah, it can get, be tough. To get to and that place I, I, of being able to fine tune it so quickly you've been able to now do that because of all those experiences previously and going through those emotions and feeling them to the other side. You know, I'm sure you agree, but pretty much every successful business woman, man out there has had many and multiple businesses that have failed. And, you know, I don't like using that word fail because here we are now talking about all those amazing learned experiences that we had till the end. So it, it isn't a failure, but it's, it's a closure, right. And moving towards the future. So 
I guess that brings me to um, this next big question for the lovely Phoebe. What is in store for Phoebe in the future? Oh, well, I am... I'm, I'm very busy. Oh, not so busy. I'm, I am consciously creating a life which supports my lifestyle. So the self-care space is only going to get bigger and better and shinier. Um, I, I now, uh, do everything from a studio with professional people. And that makes me feel like a star, (laughs) you know, a star of my own show, um, which is really exciting. So I, I would like to see that expand and grow a little bit more. I also, um, run a conscious coaching business school. So for people that want to create a business, um, that is consciously aligned with their soul's purpose, with their passions, we go through a whole chakra healing journey. And I run this every 10 weeks. So this, I'm just about to start the next, um, next round, which is in next week. And I've done this four times this year and it literally have created a beautiful community of women entrepreneurs that have said no to the, um, patriarchy, no to the matrix. I'm like, I'm getting out and I'm doing my own thing. And that's, lights me up so much because I get to see the people or the women in that period of being lost or like uncertain of like what's going to happen and then like showing them the way like this is the yellow brick road I literally have just done this yellow brick road and it is like a fail safe kind of journey and that is what it what's lighting me up I would see that I would probably be doing an advanced level for people that have been one or two three years in their journey coming next year with a mastermind And hopefully when the world opens up that I can um, host healing and business retreats. And you you will. You just gave me the chills when you said that. You will. It's happening. You are on your way. Yeah. I love that. Look, you've created this beautiful life and, you know, you're, you're taking one step in front of the other every single day. You're learning from so many people and you're teaching just it's immense and you're sharing all of your wisdom and love, which is very special in especially this world today. So, you know, you should be really proud of all those things you're doing. And, and I guess I'd love for you to finish on some advice for our viewers, any founders, any entrepreneurs out there, if you could give them one piece of advice. I know you've said a lot in this chat and I know there's a lot that they can pull from already, but I guess one little closing piece that you'd like them to take away with. Yeah, I have a, just start baby steps. So whatever it is, I like dream up the goal, dream up the dream, whatever that looks like, make it really big and shiny and work back and work back. What does that look like in five years time? What does that look like for the next 12 months? What does that look like for the next month? What does that look like for today? And so when you break it down into bite-sized little goals, little to-do lists every single day, it's so much more achievable rather than thinking about, oh, I want to start an activewear brand and like, how the hell do you do that? Break it down, work backwards, and call in the people to support you as well. You don't have to do this alone. There's people that have done this time and time again. So step into their arena and learn from them as well. Because you'll go in quantum leaps and bounds when you 
ask for help. I'm literally it's shaking okay my head and smiling help. so much because I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Everything you're saying just hits. It hits a note and it hits a chord with me, you know, as well as a founder and, you know, someone who has had to close chapters and move on and, and restart again. So I think, you know, there's there's a lot to take from these discussions and collaborations with each other. So Phoebe, we are honored to have you on the Una Series Founders podcast. And I guess how can our listeners get in touch with you if they'd like to connect? Sure. So um, my Instagram is Phoebe Greenacre. I'm sure you'll tag it in the show notes. My website is Phoebe Greenacre. And you can pretty much find everything from there. You can find the coaching course, my podcast, Consciously Alive, um, the self-care space. Everything's linkable from there. Amazing. I love I, I'm a human being. Send me a DM. Say hi. Listen to you and Katie. Like, I love that. Thank you, Phoebe. Amazing. You guys, I hope you enjoyed. And please let us know what you think. Thank you so much. Yeah, see you. Bye.